woke suddenly and completely. It was four o'clock, the hour at which his father had always called him to get up and help with the milking. Strange how the habits of youth clung to him still. Fifty years ago, and his father had been dead for thirty years, and yet he waked up four o'clock in the morning. He had trained himself to turn over and go to sleep, but this morning it was Christmas. He did not try to sleep. Why did he feel so awake tonight? He slipped back in time as he did so easily nowadays. He was 15 years old and still on his father's farm. He loved his father. He had not known it until one day, a few days before Christmas, when he had overheard what his father was trying was saying to his mother. Mary, I hate to call Rob in the mornings. He's growing so fast and he needs to sleep. If you could see how he sleeps when I go in to wake him up, I wish I could manage alone. Well, you can't, Adam. His mother's voice was brisk. Besides, he isn't a child anymore. It's time he took his turn. Yes, his father said slowly, but I sure do hate to wake him. When he heard these words, something in him woke. His father loved him. He had never really thought of it before. Taking for granted the tie of their blood, neither his father nor his mother talked about loving their children. They had no time for such things. There was always so much to do on the farm. Now that he knew his father loved him, there would be no more loitering in the mornings and having to be called again. He got up after that, stumbling blind with sleep, and pulled on his clothes, his eyes tight shut, but he got up. And then on the night before Christmas that year, when he was 15, he lay for a few minutes thinking about the next day. They were poor, and most of the excitement was in the turkey they had raised themselves and in the mince pies his mother made. His sisters sewed presents, and his mother and father always bought something he needed. Not only a warm jacket, maybe, but something more, such as a book. And he saved and bought them each something, too. He wished that Christmas, he was 15, that he had a better present for his father. As usual, he had gone to the 10 cent store and bought a tie. It had seemed nice enough until he lay thinking the night before Christmas. He looked out the attic window. The stars were bright. Dad, he had once asked when he was a little boy, what is the stable? It's just a barn, his father had replied, like ours. Then Jesus had been born in a barn, and to a barn the shepherds had come? The thought struck him like a silver dagger. Why would he not give his father a special gift too, out there in the barn? He could get up early, earlier than four, and he could creep into the barn and get all the milking done. He'd do it alone, milk and clean up, and then when his father went to start the milking, he'd see it all done. And he would know who had done it. He laughed to himself as he gazed at the stars. It was what he would do, and he mustn't sleep too sound. He must have waked 20 times, scratching a match each time to look at his old watch. Midnight, half past one, and then two o'clock. At a quarter to three, he got up and put on his clothes. He crept downstairs, careful of the creaking boards, and he let himself out. The cows looked at him sleepily and surprised. It was too early for them, too. He had never milked all alone before, but it seemed almost easy. He kept thinking about his father's surprise. His father would come in and get him, saying he would get things started while Rob was getting dressed. He'd go down to the barn, open the door, and then he'd go to get two empty milk cans, but they wouldn't be waiting or empty. They'd be standing in the milk house filled. What the? 
He could hear his father exclaiming. He smiled and milked steadily, two strong streams rushing into the pail, frothing and fragrant. The task went more easily than he had ever known it to go before. Milking for once was not a chore. It was something else, a gift to his father, who loved him. He finished the two milk cans were full, and he covered them and closed the milk house door carefully. Back in his room, he had only a minute to pull off his clothes in the darkness and jump into bed, for he heard his father up. He put the covers over his head to silence his quick breathing. The door opened. Rob, his father called. We have to get up, son, even if it is Christmas. All right, he said sleepily. The door closed and he lay still, laughing to himself. In just a few minutes, his father would know. His dancing heart was ready to jump from his body. The minutes were endless, 10, 15. He did not know how many, and he heard his father's footsteps again. The door opened and he lay still. Rob, yes, dad. His father was laughing a queer, sobbing sort of laugh. Thought you'd fool me, did ya? His father was standing beside his bed, feeling for him, pulling away the covers. It's for Christmas, dad. He found his father and clutched him in a great big hug. He felt his father's arms go around him. It was dark and they could see each other's faces, not see each other's faces. Rob, I thank you. Nobody ever did a nicer thing. Oh, Dad, I want you to know I do want to be good. The words broke from him of their own will. He did not know what to say. His heart was bursting with love. He got up and pulled on his clothes again and went down to the Christmas tree. Oh, what a Christmas and how his heart had nearly burst again with shyness and pride as his father told his mother and made the three younger children listen about how he, Rob, got himself up all by himself. The best Christmas gift I ever had and I'll remember it, son, every year on Christmas morning so long as I live. They had both remembered it and now that his father was dead, he remembered it alone. That blessed Christmas dawn when alone with the cows in the barn, he had made his first gift of true love.